All right, we're here with our first episode of Vegas Golden Mics. Uh, before we get going, give us a follow on Instagram, vegas.golden.mics, on Twitter, at Vegas Mics, and on YouTube, where all our video will be, which is just Vegas Golden Mics. Also, you can find us on SoundCloud, just search for Vegas Golden Mics. Uh, before we get into the actual podcast, there's a couple people that we need to thank before we get going. They've had our back since day one, and uh, we hope that they'll have our back forever. Uh, the first being Stitch, that's uh, located at the Cosmo on the Las Vegas Strip. Stitched has been a huge supporter of this. I went to them with the idea right away. Um, they've had our back, and we can't thank them enough. We're going to do some episodes out of the lounge there, uh, and with Eamon, the founder, um, if you're wearing suits that you didn't get at Stitch, you're, you're messing up. Uh, they're the best looking suits. Uh, I have some normal suits I got somewhere else. And wearing the Stitch suits after, it's not the same. I'm never, probably never going to wear those again. Just wear ones that I get from Stitched. Stitched. They also have athletic wear, which is ridiculously comfy. Um, a great selection of shoes. Anything you need to look your best and feel your best, go see them at the Cosmo and follow them on Instagram at Stitch Life. Uh, our next one is Always Living. Always Living is a lifestyle brand that was started by a great friend of mine and a former college athlete to remind you to do the shit that makes you happy and enjoy your life to the fullest. Uh, just doing simple things like going golfing, hiking, traveling, surfing, do whatever makes you happy um, and just continually reminding yourself to get out and do things that you enjoy. Um, get off your ass, go do some fun stuff. Also, go to alwaysliving.com and use promo code VGM for 25% off your first purchase. That's alwaysliving.com, promo code VGM for 25% off your first purchase. All right, so uh, it's time to get into it, okay? Uh, just to explain who we are real quick, uh, I'm Pat Armstrong. Um, Mike McCovey is here with me. He's my producer, my partner in crime. Uh, so we had this vision a while ago uh, when I was coaching at UNLV. Mike was a player. Um, it was his senior year specifically. Uh, we had a conversation in New Mexico in the bullpen. I don't know if you remember that specific one, but uh, we oh, had. Yeah, a, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> there was a couple of us just standing around. I don't know what was going on, but uh, we were talking about how cool it would be um, to have a podcast and basically just do all the cool stuff that you want to do um, on a regular basis and and get to talk about it. And that was what, like three years ago? Yeah, three years ago, like halfway through the season. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, probably halfway through. I mean, and. and Joey and I, uh, my brother Joey and I had started one uh, at some point, like previous, previous to that, like we had bought all the equipment because we thought it would be something that would be fun to do, which it definitely is something that's fun to do. And I'm already having a blast just doing this stuff with you. But we bought it all. We did it upstairs in like the loft in our house that we rented. And it, and it was pretty clear, like right away, we weren't going to be able to do it the way that we wanted to because I cuss, like I say shit and ass and... I'll, I'll drop some F-bombs every now and then, probably more than every now and then. Sorry, mom. But um, with the job, like coaching at UNLV, like it was clear that there was no way I was going to be able to talk and keep that job at the same time. So we had to cut that after like three episodes and, and one of them we got drunk too. So that wasn't like a good one. That was probably the best one. But yeah. uh, our friend Rob came and he came with a, a bottle of Jameson. It was like, oh, okay, we definitely like aren't going to be able to put this one out. <laughs> but it happened pretty quick. Um, but over the last two years, Mike, uh, graduated, but he was our undergrad for a while at UNLV playing, um, or after he got done playing and him and I spent a lot of time obviously working on the field, but like at the house and, um, uh, just talking about how cool it re would really be to have a podcast. And, um, 
this year I decided to step away from my position as assistant coach. Um, I just like, I always thought that's what I wanted to do. And it kind of turned out to be different than what I thought. I loved it. And I loved coaching the guys. Like I'm I'm obviously going to miss that part of it. Um, more than anything, but the recruiting part of it, I really just didn't enjoy, um, all the traveling that went with that. Like the traveling during the year was fine. Cause we had a blast traveling together. Oh yeah. Like we had a good group. fun trips. Yeah, dude. We, and, and no matter where we went, like it was the four of us. So we had a good time, but, um, I had some health issues, so I had to, had to bail from that, which, um, I don't regret anything over the last couple of years. It was a great opportunity and I got to thank everyone for everything they did for me there. But, um, it was time to step step away and move something, move in a different direction. And I, I don't think I could ever forgive myself if I didn't follow this. I mean, like we've been talking about it for years and it's something that I've been thinking about and I think has the potential to be something that's really cool. Um, but if I didn't do it, I think it was just going to be something that it was going to be stuck. I was going to be stuck on forever and always going to regret. Yeah. You got to get the ball rolling. So, um, we kind of, it started off pretty broad. It was like, we wanted to do all these things because we listen to podcasts and obviously like inspirations. Um, Joe Rogan's the biggest one. Like, if you're not listening to Rogan, like what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> like we haven't listened, I haven't listened to the radio in the car for years just because as soon as I started listening to Rogan, I got hooked on it. And the fact that it was like such a broad um, conversation with everybody that was on, it was, it's hunting, it's UFC, it's science space, like yeah. anything you can think about, he's having people on to talk to about stuff that I've never heard of, or like, I don't understand any of it. Like even the Elon Musk one, I, I didn't have any idea, but, um, from him, we got hooked on watching the fighter and the kid, um, and, and getting more into, into the comedy world, uh, which the fighter and the kid with Brandon Shaw, Brian Callen, um, and then Shaw and, and Theo doing the King and the Sting, which we saw Theo the other night. And I've seen quite a bit of stand up, but he was hilarious. I didn't end up going, but now I wish I did. Uh, yeah. I wish but. you did too, but it was like when we went to Shop and Callen, it, I mean, it was hilarious and people were laughing and, and the theater may have been a little bit bigger. I don't know, but Theo from the start was like there was, Joey said it perfectly, the, the place was roaring. Like people were just dying laughing, my, <laughs> myself included. Like I was with Brett and I was just like hitting, hitting my head on him because like, I was laughing so hard. And the guy next to me, for some reason, didn't think it was that funny. So I felt like an get asshole. But I know, you I was saying, like, dude, you should probably out. just leave. Yeah. <laughs> like hit the road, man. Like, why are you here? If you didn't, if you don't know somebody, why are you going to see the stand up? Like either way, like even if you do know him, why do you not think this is funny? Because this shit's hilarious. He probably just had to wear it for his girlfriend or his buddies, whoever he's with. Yeah, I guess whatever it yeah. is. But um, so we when we like looked at inspiration and stuff like obviously um if you're talking about sports and you're doing something like this people are always going to compare us to barstool like they're the kings yeah they've been doing it and they have a podcast a different huge podcast for every sport um they're they're just an empire like on the east coast and and we're looking to do something a little more um concentrated on las vegas focusing on uh the golden knights and the raiders the ufc that's going on here um, and then obviously with our baseball background, <clears throat> excuse me, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. with our baseball backgrounds, we're going to talk about the MLB. Uh, I'm a Red Sox fan. Mike, you're a what fan? Indians fan. An Indians fan. Yeah. We're Come just on, talking man. about, yeah, which, um, we'll get into that. The Red Sox are just the biggest disappointment in my life, but, uh, we're going to really focus on the Knights, uh, and the Raiders with the Raiders coming in 20. Uh, we have hard knocks on right now. We'll get through this season and, and look forward to it. Cause both Mike and I, um, are going to become Raiders fans. And I think most people in Vegas are absolutely, uh, I'm a New York giants fan and they're on the other side of the country and they're like, 
they're not good, but we'll see what happens <laughs> with the Raiders. Either way, like we're not going anywhere. We're going to be in Vegas, so like mm-hmm. we got to jump on that that train. Um, and then and to go with it, local athletes. Uh, we know quite a few professional baseball players still throughout the minor leagues, uh, as well as the big leagues, which I think uh, people are pretty willing to come on. We've had quite a few conversations about having guests on, and uh, our first guest is actually going to be tomorrow. Uh, he's going to come on tomorrow night, so Wednesday morning the episode's going to come out, and it's Kyle Larimer from the UFC Performance Institute. He's a strength and conditioning coach over there, so he's going to uh, he's a good good friend too. He's not yeah. just <laughs> somebody that works over there, but uh, he gave me a tour of that place a couple of weeks ago, and it was incredible. Um, we'll get into that a little bit more um, on Wednesday's episode, but uh, we're kind of going to bounce around depending on what's going on. Uh, we're Mike's getting into golf. Um, I've been g- golfing my whole life. Mike's getting into it right now and kind of learning. Uh, I don't know. You know how to play. I don't know ex- exactly how to ex- explain where you're at in your game right now. <laughs> I don't know. I am definitely a novice <laughs> at almost everything yeah but i'm starting to get to know the game a little bit but i mean you and joey and coop know enough so if i golf with you guys i'll be good yeah and you're willing so. to like you learn but the, it's so frustrating and we'll, we'll we'll get out there and play a ton the rest of the summer and, and now because we really don't have anything to do but it's frustrating <laughs> if you suck obviously but yeah while you're playing and you suck it's like oh this sucks but when you get home you're like, fuck, that was fun. We got to get back out there. Yeah, it's great. It's always yeah. funny because there's always one thing that happens that you do. Like you get a birdie or you hit one shot. You're like, oh, shit, that's why I'm coming back. Yeah. Like that's it. And you're, exactly, and you're happy yeah. enough right there. Um, what's that sound? Do you hear that? That's got to be a loose cord or something. Yeah. There, there you go. go. It's fixed now. Um, nice. So yeah, so we're going to bounce all the way around. And, and that's just a perfect example right there. Like we really don't know um exactly what we're doing with this like this is the first time either one of us have done this like kind of production we got a system that seems like it's going to be pretty easy to work as far as the video um but as far as like being audio techs and video specialists that's not either one of us this is going to be a serious learning curve so figure it out as you go yeah speaking of how's it it going over there it is going great. My setup is perfect yeah. over here. You're switching everything yeah, over. Like Dr. Dre over here, yeah. man. So uh, we'll get into the... We'll have a guest tomorrow. It's looking like we're going to have a guest a week. Um, we'll have some guests that come on consistently. Uh, we have someone that'll be our golf golf guest that's the, that comes on like once a month probably, which uh, we're going to talk a little bit about golf later today, but that's going to be a huge topic uh, in the next couple of weeks because the FedEx Cup playoffs are going on. Um, so you catch me on the weekend. I'm watching that. Uh, so we'll get into baseball first. Uh, I'm a huge Red Sox fan. I'm a diehard Red Sox fan. I've never had a choice. People always ask me like why I'm, why I'm cheering for them. Both of my parents are from Maine. So from birth, I was raised a Red Sox fan and a New York Giants fan. Uh, I hate the Yankees. Absolutely hate the Yankees. Whoever they're playing (laughs) against. Yeah. Whoever they're playing against, I'm cheering for. Um, but I will be a Red Sox fan till the day that I die. I also, uh, strangely have a small soft spot for the Giants. Uh, we grew up going to Giants games just because they were two hours away in Northern California. My dad had, uh, his roommate from college was their head athletic trainer. So we got to, yeah, so we got to go to games all the time. And, um, I've always liked them, you know, like, I don't know. It was just cool because they were better than the A's just like the A stadium is a shithole. It's, and it's still a shithole. And (laughs) it was just like going to games. It was just, it was just different. That's um, fun. AT&T Park is insane. I used to do that too growing up all the time. I had some family out in San Francisco, so. Well, we went to, it was Candlestick for a long time. And yeah. then when they got the new, when it was AT&T, what's it now? Oracle. But 
I think it's Oracle, but they're so, bouncing yeah. all over the place. All over the um, place, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I cheer for the Giants, too. Um, not as much as the Red Sox. If it was Red Sox versus Giants, I'm going for the Red Sox all day. But um, their season's over. Uh, I hate to be, <laughs> I hate to be like that negative, but it's just, they don't have pitching, man. It's, they have the best hitters. Their lineup's ridiculous. They're scoring five, six runs a game, if not more than that, but they're blowing it every single time when it gets to the bullpen. Yeah. Their bullpen is pretty much non-existent right now. I, I just don't, there was nothing they did at the trade deadline. Like you knew we needed pitching. You knew we needed a closer because Kimbrell didn't resign, which I think is bullshit that he does that. Or, or the guys that hold out. I know he deserves to get paid like a ridiculous amount of money, but go play, dude. You're someone's gonna give you a stupid deal. Yeah. Like I'll have to have this many millions. Like the holdout that bothered me, dude. Like you're a closer, go pitch and be there from day one with your team. And then because you then you show up like, and they're thinking like, oh, this guy, all he cares about is himself. At least that's how I would look at it. Yeah, a little bit. Because if you're if you show up 60 games in or whatever, like him and Keichel did this year as the closer. I don't know. It's just weird. But if Kimbrell resigns last year, you have, you have a closer set up and that's an issue that they still haven't resolved. And they're like getting to the end of the season. They still don't have a closer. They thought Evaldi was going to come back from his injury and he never did. Oh, he, he came back, but he's not closing. And at this point who gives a shit because they're losing. Like there's no point. There's no point. They're nine games back, 10 games back, whatever it is. But you could have re-signed him or you couldn't have re-signed him. You could have just got a closer in the first place. But then it, you go through the whole season and you know you need a bullpen. Your offense isn't the problem. Your defense isn't the problem. Your bull, bullpen sucks. Go get somebody yeah. at the all-star break, or the, yeah, at the break. And then right before the deadline. And I don't know if the deadline this year like threw people off because it, it's that drop-dead deadline. This was the first year that did. Yeah, this is the, the first year dead. that they did this. Yeah. But I think I saw somewhere that... How does that catch you off guard, though? I don't know. <laughs> like, you know it's coming. No, I yeah. think I saw somewhere that more people moved in this, at this trade deadline than anyone before. Really? But I'm not sure if that's true. It, it's something that I saw on Twitter, so I don't know if that's true. But, <laughs> uh, no, it's got to be true. You it, saw it on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, I got it on Twitter, so it's got to be true. But yeah. it has to be... You got to make a move. Like, you have to do something to make it... You think these guys are just going to be able to flip a switch? Like, oh, this guy's been terrible in 40 appearances out of the bullpen you think like oh yeah the last two months he's just gonna turn it on (laughs) yeah and you don't have shot you can't expand the rosters anymore either so you're not bringing up a guy from the minors where you can expand it like one or two guys whatever you can't bring up 10 guys and have four guys five guys in the bullpen like that you young guys experiment that might just absolutely go off yeah yeah but the red sox i mean if we don't want to focus on the negative stuff the whole time they have two of the greatest players in the world bogarts and devers devers just 22 and has done way more than we will ever do in our entire lives. But like Devers he doesn't get out 19. Yeah. <laughs> he's not 19. When, well, when he first came up, I, I don't know, but he, he was seems some, like yeah, he's, he's been up for a while, yeah. but he's just like ridiculous. But you watch at bats. I mean, just being a coach, like I've looked at at bats of him before. I'm like, dude, what the hell are you doing? And then you look at his numbers and he's hitting like 365. Yeah, like, he just takes absolute ghetto hacks, but He's hacking at the pitches that he wants to hack at, and so is Bogarts. And the thing with Bogarts is, like, you can't throw inside to him, especially when you're playing at Fenway because his hands are so quick and he just flips those things out. He just hits a fly ball to left, and, like, they might go out in other parks, but it's 100% going out there. Mm -hmm. Or if he misses it, it's a double off the wall. And he's sick on defense. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's like a wizard out there. Yeah. So, I don't know. Do they figure that out? I, I hate saying that I gave up. And I think my dad's going to beat my ass when I see him for saying that. But 
there's there's games left. There's plenty of games left, but I just don't. There's nothing, no sign that it's going to change. There's nothing that's going to salvage their season. No, they just lost two to to the Angels. Like honestly, the Angels aren't good. Like no. you shouldn't be losing two to them. I'm sorry, I hate the Angels. I despise the Angels. But you got to love Mike Trout. I do like Trout, but I don't understand how they don't like put the pieces around him. I don't know. And I, I have boy. I, I obviously like. I, I, I played the for the. I played for the Angels. Yeah. I got to wear a jersey for a little bit, and I like have a couple buddies that are like up and down from the minors, and I cheer for them. But like as a as a thing, I think they just blew it with the Pujols deal. They just yeah, spent him so. They spent so much money on him so long ago that it kind of screwed them for that ten year. It was like a twenty year contract. Yeah. And then you sound sign Trout thinking that like okay because he's the greatest player in the world which he is like i don't think there's any question about that yeah undeniable yeah i mean you could probably find people that are going to argue with you but yeah like and you get otani i guess that's that helps but you have to have nine guys on the field that are like every day doing the same thing going in the same direction to win and they clearly have never had that no or maybe they do have like a really good culture and they just don't have good talent i don't know I don't think they're lacking in talent necessarily. I don't know. I, I really, be, yeah. I don't know that much about the Angels, but because they don't do well, they like, never do. They, they just don't do good. Well. Everything you see that's an Angels highlight is either a Trout highlight or an Otani highlight. Yeah. And when Otani was hurt, you didn't see shit about them. Yeah, like, maybe just they are a lacking bit. in talent. <laughs> I guess. I, yeah, dude. Shit. I don't know. Like, it's tough. I mean, they obviously had a tough, tough break with their their teammate passing away but like, yeah, even before that yeah, like rest it, in peace. i don't know at some point they gotta figure it out maybe they just move them to vegas because that would be sick that would they be talk unreal. about the diamondbacks move to henderson yeah. we just get they got two teams in la already get them out of there they won't ever leave there they're never gonna leave i'd say the best shot somebody like the diamondbacks or the a's the angels like what who else outside of that could really? I don't know, but the, if the Henderson succeed in Vegas, that Henderson, dude, I don't know anybody's going to succeed. I think. Yeah, I mean, you see what the I mean. If you can get ten thousand people to an Aviators game every four nights a week or whenever they're in town, like they get more people than the Marlins. Okay, so you're obviously automatically if you have a Las Vegas Major League Baseball team, you're not the lowest attended team. You know you're going to out attend the Marlins. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like if the AAA stadium is out attending it every night, it's not kind of embarrassing. It's 100% really embarrassing. embarrassing yeah. But if you put a Major League Baseball stadium in Henderson next to the Raiders facility, okay, so that's like what a 20 minute drive from us. That's a $20 Uber. Yeah. Whatever. You could probably get some cheap te- cheap seats. Hey, if they're, I don't know, what do you fit? Like 35,000, 40,000 in a stadium. Yeah, if you want to get 40. crazy, just build a ridiculous Las Vegas stadium, yeah. just fit a shit ton of people in there. But it's gonna. It would have to be a dome, like retractable roof, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That'd be so sick. But what player wouldn't want to come to Vegas? That's that's my thing. Is like you've seen it work with the Knights, and I don't know what's gonna happen with the Raiders because the NFL might be different. But like, what player wouldn't want to come to Las Vegas and play? In yeah. in my opinion, absolutely. Well, when they do, they didn't do it this past year because of the new stadium. But they have big league weekend. Yeah, every year, people love going to that. Yeah. And Big leaguers, I'm sure, love coming to Vegas and playing in that when they do the yeah. Well, you got to look to like and stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, and the, like, send my ass to Vegas. <laughs> exactly the home. Yeah, like move me down to AAA. Let's go. Uh, the 
think about players though, like living here, like who you get the tax breaks. Yeah. You live here year round. Yeah. Your family. I mean, there's, I don't know about the school systems. I'm sure it's fine, but like it's good weather if you can deal uh, with the heat, yeah, but like major league fun. baseball players are getting paid. They can buy a big ass house in the ridges or a freaking Southern Highlands, something like that. Get a pool. It's, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. your spring training's four or five hours away. Like people like living here year round. So it mm-hmm. would work, but I don't know. But if you go to the free agent market, people like, yeah, sure. We'll go there. We'll go play in Las Vegas. Like get, get all those tax breaks, get paid. I mean, I don't know. I think it would be awesome, but we'll I would have, love it. I'd, because a lot of those games would be, you know, in the middle of the summer and it's hot as hell out here. Yeah. Everyone knows that. I mean, if you got the dome, that gives you a good chance to. And, uh, yeah, but if you have like, I'm, I think it's, I'm almost positive with what they're doing with the Raiders stadium. Like if you have a ret- retractable roof on the baseball stadium, if you have a seven o'clock game, which most baseball games are on at seven o'clock. Yeah. Okay, unless you have a getaway, get like getaway day games would be so shitty at noon. Yeah. That's, Maybe, I don't think out at Cashman, yeah, those well, one but, o'clock games yeah. would be known. But if you have the retractable roof, and you have air conditioning and it's 75 inside who gives a yeah, shit? Like people are going to go to yeah. the, go to the games and like, I don't know. Baseball's fun to watch. Oh, There's yeah. always, even when you're at shitty ass Cashman field, like there were still people going to those games. I don't know. I think it's a good idea. And I don't, I think they proved, I don't know about like, as far as gambling, like what the issue is with baseball, like compared to the NHL or the NFL. Like what, what would hold them back compared, like, you know what I mean? What would be right. the reason to not come here unless those cities like really want to keep that team there? Right. Could, that could be it. Well, yeah. Well, let's take the Diamondbacks, for example. Like who are, like they got the Cardinals and the Suns in that area. Yeah, but the They're Cardinals doing, isn't even, like the Cardinals stadium's like way out. Far away, yeah. That's what I'm saying. When it's you like, have the hockey team, the Coyotes suck <laughs> They're balls. like, we need baseball <laughs> and we need to keep these balls um, yeah, I don't, dude, I don't know, but I don't think the the stadium sucks in Arizona. You, you no, know it doesn't suck. Yeah, dude, I hate that place. You hate Chase it's Field? Brutal. They have issues with it too. Like Like what? their stuff, like, because it's state owned or city owned or whatever, and they they don't oh, upkeep it, so they don't spend the, whatever it is. Hey, I'm, I could be spending fake stuff, but I think that's true. Because <laughs> I remember a couple of years ago, like they wanted to build a new stadium. They were talking about it. So just come to Vegas. Yeah, make it simple. But just do it like T-Mobile. Just build it, and then eventually somebody will come. Yeah, build it, and they will come. But then what do you do with the AAA team? You're kind of screwed. You can't have a AAA team. Yeah, no. But if it's the Henderson (laughs) Henderson (laughs) Diamondbacks and the Las Vegas That doesn't even sound good. It doesn't sound good. You'd have to change it to something else. No, it'd be Vegas. Henderson Hillbillies. Henderson Hillbillies. That sounds like a minor league team. That's very minor league. Um, All right, so we'll we'll move on from that because I think that's a fantasy. I don't think that's ever going to happen. We'll see. Uh, never say never. Yeah. Okay. So Anything this is. Yeah. This is sad. When we first started, like, uh, putting together what we had, the Red Sox were the se- in second place behind the Yankees, and now the Rays are eight and a half behind the Yankees. They're going to win that, so that's over. The Twins and the Indians are tied uh, in the Central. Uh, we need Garf Pace, Mitch Garver, to get hot. I know. The greatest hitter in the world. He will. Yeah, but you don't want him to get hot because he plays. For I don't the want twins. him to get hot, so <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, he's legit, dude. He's, I mean, his numbers have kind of dropped lately, but we get those RBIs. You got twenty-one bombs and you only have forty-seven RBIs. That means no one's on base in front of him. Can we get on base for the yeah. kid? He rakes. He's a stud catcher. Um, a huge fan. Garf sauce. Hey, okay? Astros in the AL West are up ten on the A's. Astros are legit, dude. There's no one even close to catching them. The A's, the A's every year do well at the beginning, and then they just fizzle out. I mean, they still 
I don't know, wild card, but like divisionally, it's not there. Okay. NL Braves are up six and a half on the Nats um, and nine on the Mets and Phillies. Come on, Bryce, get the boys going. You got to get back in that. Cubs are up in the NL Central, two on the Cardinals. Um, I don't do those two. It's always those two, isn't it? Cubs and Cardinals. Oh, Card- it's always yeah. the two of them. And now they're talking about like last night. What game were we watching last night? Was it the, I don't know, whatever was on TV. We were watching and the Joe Madden things going across the bottom. Like Joe Madden's planning to be with the Cubs for the next, or like for the future. Why the fuck not? It was Philly's Giants. Oh yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. We were watching. Yeah, was, we were watching Price. Yeah. Like why wouldn't he plan to be there? Like they'd be stupid to fire him. I hate that. Like he's had success. Like maybe like, I don't know. They haven't been the best every year, but they're at the top every year. This time in the year, they're they're in the race of the division every year. So it's like I don't understand why there would even be the conversation unless there's some new manager that Theo wants to go out and get. But like Joe Madden's proven that he can do it. Yeah. Unless there's shit that we don't know. Which there's probably a lot we don't know. Yeah. But shit, I say keep him. I don't know. It all seems good, I guess. But I don't give a shit about the Cubs, so I really don't care. I really don't like. <laughs> Tell them um, how you really feel. Yeah. Dodgers are up a whopping 19 games on the Giants and the Diamondbacks. Can we get somebody to compete in that division? Fuck. <laughs> it's so bad, dude. And it's like the Giants are making a push. Like they've, they've been hot the last couple of weeks. And people, oh, the Giants are hot. Yeah, they're going to make a push in the wild card. They're still 19 back in the division. You get in, you got to play the Dodgers. You can get your ass kicked. You got to play a three-game series. Your ass is going to get kicked. 100%. Every time. And I, I just like... It's like every year, too. I mean, obviously, the Giants have had success in the last 10 years. They won those World Series, but weren't two of those wild cards? Like, weren't they the wild card, I think? Well, for sure, one. For sure, one. Of, I'm pretty sure yeah, it was absolutely two of them. One. But I don't know about the other two. But, like, you got to win the division at some point. Like, you have to get somebody that can compete against the Dodgers. Like, it's not the Diamondbacks, obviously. Nope. Move them to Vegas. <laughs> Exactly. We'll get we'll get off that, but that I think that might be a consistent theme of us trying to get them to move here. So yeah. we're gonna make a this push. podcast is just our pitch to get a <laughs> big league team in Vegas. So. Yeah, please. If anything comes of this, it'd be millions of dollars or the Diamondbacks come to Vegas or Henderson. I don't give a shit. But I hate the Dodgers too, like as much as I hate the Yankees. Just cheering for the Giants, like you had to hate the Dodgers. Yeah. It's it's the same kind of hate and watching the Red Sox beat the Dodgers last year was the greatest was thing ever <laughs> glorious but it's the same thing with the dodgers like there's players there that i like actually there's player there that i like i like walker just because yeah, i know stud. him like i he's he's fucking hilarious like he cusses on all his interviews on tv like doesn't care he's just but he's just a <laughs> he kid too shit. he's like it's just be like joey playing the big leagues he's gonna say stupid shit in his interviews but yeah. it's hilarious and like people love him i'd yeah, rather see real it's like authentic i'd rather I mean? see that than some fake like interview that's like, oh yeah, I just do whatever the team did. Like, oh no, I was fucking amped up. Like I'm trying to throw heat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. but that's, I, I, I'll cheer for, Do- uh, for Walker, like, but I'm not going to cheer for the Dodgers to win. Yeah. Like if anything, I'd hope he gets, I the hope note. Walker does well, but the I Dodgers hope, lose. I hope he gets well game. and they, it gets blown. Like he just gets no decisions, yeah. but I mean, he's going to be the ace. He already is. Yeah. I think I, he's going to legit or get traded or, but he's going to get paid so much money. Oh yeah. It's going to be ridiculous. His signing bonus, I'm sure was, ridiculous we could look that up because that might have been before they did slot but i don't know but he's he either yeah, way sure. he's making a ton of money he's a starting pitcher in the big league so we're good yeah he's doing fine for himself yeah. i bet <laughs> yeah so we're getting to the end of the 
the big league season, it's not really, I mean, it's not crunch time yet, but you can see like by all those races, like inks up eight and a half. Um, we got to figure out the AL central. Who's going to win that. The Astros are going to win the West. Uh, the Braves probably going to win the NL East. Uh, Cubs or cards, Mike. I'm going to go with the Cubs, honestly. Fuck the Cubs. Go yeah. Cardinals. Uh, Dodgers are going to win that. Who knows who's going to get those wild card spots. Um, I'm going to leave a little bit. Of, I'm going to leave hope that the Red Sox get a wild card spot, but they're going to have to pull something out of their ass and just start playing crazy good, which. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put my money on that. We've watched every game, and it's just it's sad. Like starting pitching sucks. Relief pitching sucks. Offense is great. We hit a bomb, give yeah. up a bomb. I mean, honestly, it's Got like smacked in no, the London series. It's like we talked about. It. It's like the the UNLV teams. Like <laughs> the last couple of years, like our offense has been good, and the pitching is kind of blown it. Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> kind of blown it. No offense, all you guys. I yeah, but yeah, you you can you can score a shit ton of runs, but if the other team score more, it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so we'll stay on those races in the uh, baseball world. Uh, and then when we get to the offseason, we'll have some guys in here. We'll have some big leaguers in here, some minor league guys, uh, some trainers, some mental strength coach that we got, uh, some agents. Uh, you name it in the baseball world, we'll have it in here. And uh, those guys will get out and play some golf with them and try and get some different kind of content. Uh, moving on to hockey. We are 51 days away from Golden Knights hockey. Let's go. October 2nd, nice, they open baby. with the Sharks. Hey, it's... Uh, we're in the middle of the offseason right now, 51 days. That's going to fly by quick, especially with the preseason starting on September 16th. Uh, we have four home games in the preseason, which is huge. We've got Arizona, Colorado, L.A., and then right before we open the regular season with San Jose at home, we play them in the regular season at home. Oh, wow. So it's like three days apart or something like that. Yeah. So we can just kick the shit out of them for a whole week in Vegas. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, so I was thinking about this with the baseball thing, too. Is like the home field advantage like playing in Vegas has to be ridiculous. Like visiting, visiting teams coming in and partying. Oh yeah. You get into Vegas. It's like, Oh, game's over at seven or game starts at seven. We're out of there by 10, hit the showers, get something to eat by 11 o'clock. We're at fucking Hawk and Omnia, Hawk Omnia, Hawk and Omnia. We're at chaos doing whatever. Yeah. Like the next day you're hungry. I guess if you play play at seven, you'd sleep in and they probably know how to play hungover. But, Oh yeah. I don't know. You got to think there's, there's some sort of advantage, at least in, some of those games obviously when you get to like playoff hockey and stuff like that those yeah. guys aren't here fucking around until they win or i don't lose. think that's going to be as big of an issue as people make it out to be like oh they're going to play in vegas as soon as the game's over they're all going to go fucking yeah but think know. about how many slap dicks I, I mean, we yes, played with yes, that like but. we wouldn't experience it because we were here like all the time so it wasn't like we had to sneak out we were in vegas like teams coming in here, guys were always hung over when we were playing against them. Like talking to first base, like how much you lose last night? I'm a fuck, man. Like six hundred bucks. <laughs> like or oh, I miss room checks. Like, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like big league guys are the same way. They're still clowns on the team that still want to party. Yeah. Like they're still the guys that show up hung over. Like there's a difference between going out in Oakland, California, or in Phoenix and going out in Las Vegas. Yeah, true. So. The home field advantage there, whether it be baseball, hockey, football. Football is probably different because they come a couple days ahead of time, so they, like, get it out. Get it out of their system. And I guess with football, too, you could Sunday night after the game, too, because you don't have another game until the next weekend. Mm -hmm. You could party your ass off that Sunday night, win or lose. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's get into hockey. Uh, Offseason has been pretty solid for the Knights, the biggest one being uh, signing William Carlson to eight years at $5.9 million a year. That might seem a little bit low to some people, but um, 
as GM GM explained with taxes in Las Vegas, that's pretty much similar to what like he would make if he got a bigger contract in California and they took all that money away from him yeah. or somewhere else. So uh, he's a stud, not only playing wise, good looking dude. His flow, he's my man crush me? on the team. I'll throw that out there. Nice long blonde hair. Give him the puck. Let him score. That's the guy. Yeah. yeah. He's the guy. Yeah, whatever. Hey, Derek England, one year, 700K up to 1.5 million in incentives. I would imagine England's going to get up to that incentives, whatever it is, no problem, considering he's on the ice a ton. Uh, we got no sick for one year, uh, easy 1 million. Backup goalie, Malcolm Subban, one year, 800K. Um, that seems kind of like a steal to me, getting him for that cheap, like, I know he's not the greatest goalie in the world, but he's pretty fucking good for a backup and yeah, that good. name. There were a couple games where he looked like a piece of Swiss cheese. But. <laughs> it gets a little sketchy, but I mean, it's got to be like anything. Like yeah. there's days catching where you can't catch like your clank and stuff. But, and just, yeah, and the yeah. puck's coming 105 miles an hour and there's people standing in front of you and you can't see it. But I don't know. He, We have the greatest goalie in the world and he's probably going to play for the rest of time. So Flurry will... As long as he can stay healthy. Where's um, the goat? Yeah, but it, it like we still did okay when Subban played last year. Like Flurry got hurt, yeah. and and he went in there, and we're gonna score goals, so that's fine. Um, but I like having him as a backup, knowing he's in there for a year. And if we just keep signing him for year deals until we can get somebody that's like a a young goalie that's gonna be back there forever, we get like a twenty three year old goalie and stick yeah. him back there, like the Blues had last year, or whoever it was, is super young, but. Um, Next guy, Brandon Peary, two-year deal, $1.5 million. He's got to stay in the NHL, bro. I think, it's at, I think he might be at the point now where he can't go down anymore. But, like, the last two years, just bouncing up and down. He can't, Like, when he first came up, he was so hot, and he was scoring goals, like, ridiculously. And then he kind of just disappeared, and in the playoffs, like, you didn't even hear from him. So, hopefully he gets – I mean, he's been around, dude. He's not young. He's in his 30s, I think, or, like, late 20s. So, he knows, like, he's been in professional hockey. So, hopefully he can find a way to stick and, like, be a difference maker because that's a guy that you're paying him one point – you're paying him 750 a year. And he can sneak in and score a shit ton of goals and get assists, like, stay yeah, hot like sneaky. he did last year. That's huge. Absolutely. And then in two years, he probably gets signed by somebody else. Okay. Moving on, sent Howlett to Carolina for Nicholas Waugh the first time I said his name – it's spelled Nicholas Roy. Okay, his name's definitely not Nicholas. Like I looked it up and how he said it. it's like Nikolai, whatever. But I said it to Sage. I was like, "Hey, what's up with this Roy guy?" He's like, "Who?" I said, "Roy, the guy that we traded Howler for." And he's like, "Oh, his name's Wa." I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense because it's spelled R O Y. And like me just being the dumbass that I am, but yeah. it's Nick. We're just gonna call him Nick Wa. Nick How's Wah. that work? That, that, I mean, that's going to stick. Once he gets on the ice, people are going to start yeah, calling him that. You just call him Wah. I mean, uh, I hope I'm... I want to stay away from that a little bit. Wah? Just call him Wah. Wah. Nick yeah. Wah. Nick Wah. Yeah. Huh. Just, just yeah. Wah. Wah? Okay. That works too. Colin Miller. <laughs> See you later. Go to Buffalo. God. <laughs> can you imagine later. that? Playing in Vegas and then... Oh, that sounds... That's the worst thing ever. Like, hey, man. Sorry. Phone rings. Uh, we just traded you to Buffalo. Pack your shit. <laughs> Hopefully you have some snow clothes. You go from the hottest place on earth and you go to Buffalo. Buffalo. <sighs> Guess we'll see Sorry. you during the regular season at some point. Now, this is the one that people were pissed about the most is the Gusev trade. Nikita Gusev traded to the Devils for... We got two picks for it. I just don't like... I mean, I'm not a hockey wizard by any means. Like, I don't know a ton of stuff, and but I, I know enough about the Knights. Like There was nowhere for him to play. 
Like, there's no doubt that he was talented enough from what everybody said. But, like, if we can get two picks for him, I think in 20 and 21, like, second and third round, whatever it is, like, who gives a shit? He's not going to play. He's just going to sit in the AHL or whatever it is. Yeah. And we're not going to hear from him. It'd be more worth it to get those two picks, which is yeah. what happened. Which, who knows? Yeah, like, you never know how never those know picks how are going to turn out, out. Yeah, which is crazy. It should be interesting to see, too, like, how our draft picks turn out because – like we don't the shitty thing is like we don't get junior hockey. Like hockey's not something that's televised a ton and you don't even see hockey it's starting to though. It's starting to get more because the NHL's starting to like pick up and and, yeah. and grow, but like they're putting a new facility out in Henderson. So yeah. Have to, I mean like it's gonna nation, grow. Yeah, I mean it it's definitely growing. There's no doubt. Like hockey in, in Las Vegas, who who would have thought yeah, that would happen? But I'm saying like you don't get until you're in the frozen four and it's on ESPN you're not getting college hockey on TV. And even then, like the guys that are playing in the NHL aren't necessarily playing for university of Maine and like Denver. And you know what I mean? Like they're coming from like different countries that, that we're not getting that. Like they're going to playing world hockey, which there's so many like international hockey tournaments going on throughout the year. It's like, I, I don't even know where to start, where it comes from, but guys get done playing in the NHL or they get done playing in college. They go play for the USA team, whether it's in juniors or it's, like the main team for the Olympics. I don't know, but it seems like there's guys going and playing hockey year round every single year. So I, mm-hmm. if it, if it grows, like I think, I think it'd be cool to be able to watch like college hockey consistently. And I'm sure there's stuff you can like packages you can buy, but to know, like, you know, I don't know anybody in these drafts, you know, like when it comes to the, the MLB draft, like I know who it's going to be. Yeah, like you you know who the top ten picks are going to be. Like even a year ahead of time, like we knew Bryson was going to be a first round pick, and it was probably going to be like top fifteen, top twenty picks. Yeah. You didn't know exactly where it was going to be, but like even the other guys that you don't know who they are, you you know their names. Like you're not fans of them, but you know who they're going to be in hockey. It's like a first overall pick. You're like, oh, never heard of that. Who guy. The hell is that? I'm sure in a couple of years we're going to know who that guy is, which is cool. But um, we're huge Knights fans. Um, obviously, our name came from it, uh, but. We're going to continue to roll with the Knights. It's going to get closer to hockey season. It's going to sneak up on us. And we have quite a few uh, inside sources over there. Uh, we're going to try and get some of those guys on here. Maybe uh, not players at first, but get some guys from the broadcasting team. Uh, maybe we'll get Chance on here, say a few words. He doesn't talk <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah um, he has enough time. He's a pretty busy guy. Yeah, But uh, here are their big golfers. So if we get, uh, get hooked up with any of those Golden Knights hockey players, we want to get out and play some golf and uh, – beautiful las vegas because we do tons of that uh getting into golf so we just had the first round of the fedex cup playoffs this weekend and two of the worst possible fucking things that could happen on the golf course happened on the golf course one tiger woods woods withdrew after day one hey thursday morning i woke up he had the early tea time so he wasn't broadcasted right and i woke up and he's plus four on the 13th i'm like like my day's over like i don't care about this tournament anymore like if tiger's plus four for some reason it's just like obviously i like the other guys like huge kepka guy but yeah but when tiger's doing well yeah it's tiger and you got to jump on board and it's just like oh he's plus four and then he withdraws like the next morning and i'm like but he knows he's he's good yeah so that's the thing like he's not on he's somewhere on the rankings like he's like 41 or something like that so he's good and he automatically moves on so it was smarter for him to withdraw and and get healthy as as much as possible going into uh, next weekend, the BMW. Um, so we had a little movement this weekend. Oh, no, the second worst thing that happened is fucking Patrick Reed won. <laughs> mm. 
and I don't know. I don't know what I've never been able to put a finger on it. Like people don't like him. They shit on him on Twitter. And like, I just don't like watching him. I don't like listening to him talk. Like no offense, Patrick, we're, we're Patrick's. We got to hang together, but I'm not a fan. Like, I just don't like watching it. And, it just bothers me. So th- yeah. this overall first week of the playoffs, not very satisfying for me. Not a huge fan. Tigers out. Patrick won. Um, Standings-wise, Brooks stayed on top. He kind of, like, I don't know. He was there, but he said he felt uncomfortable putting and, like, didn't have any idea where it went. So basically, he quoted me after every single round of golf I've ever played in my life. <laughs> like, made it sound like he had no idea what he was doing all weekend, but then he finished, like, seven under. So he Which still got ridiculous. paid, and he stayed number one in the standings. Um, Reed moved up to number two, but I pretty much think, I think that anybody that won, I think if John Rahm won, he would have knocked Brooks out of first, but he didn't. So Brooks stayed in first. Patrick Reed moves into second. Um, he moved all the way up from 50th. Rory's third. Kuchar's fourth. John Rahm's fifth. Patrick Cantley's sixth. Xander Shoffley's seven. Abraham Answer, who played out of his ass this weekend. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. He kind of like choked at the end. And they were kind of shitting on him, and it was making me mad. Because yeah, they were he like, he, solid golf. He played well enough to move from 67 to 8th yeah. in the standings. Exactly. So, and he was in it the whole time with a chance to win. But they're like, oh, he's mumbling to himself. Like, he's, like no shit. He just hit a bad shot, and he's trying yeah, to win a golf just, tournament. Like, you think he's going to be all smiles? That's why it's, it's funny listening to that stuff because they say the weird, like, I say the weirdest shit. Yeah, the weirdest shit. So you got answer. Gary Woodland's right behind him. Uh, Dustin Johnson. At 10, and then outside the top 10, Webb, Sis, Sis, Webb Simpson. Let's say that 10 times fast. Webb Simpson. Webb Simpson. No, don't say it. Maybe I just fumbled. That's really not that hard to say. I just screwed I, I, that it up. That sounds pretty easy. And then Rose is at 11. Who I love, Rose. I think he's great. And Paul Casey's at 12. Um, no, Simpson's 11. Rose is 12. Casey's 13. But either way, uh, the top 70 moved on to the BMW this weekend. Um so, I mean, I think if Brooks keeps golfing the way that he's golfing, he's going to stay up in that number one spot and, and move on, no problem. I don't think there's any concern with those guys in the top 10, um, which is great. But they had the top 10 this year. They did the first thing. It was like the Wyndham Resorts, like top 10. Uh, and they the top 10 guys split $10 million in the FedEx oh, Cup standings. Like they're winning all these golf tournaments, get t- getting a shit ton of money. Yeah. Okay. Then they're winning. Here's some more these money. like here, here, just throwing money, and they have all these sponsors like, hey, where where this? Here's all this money. It's like yeah. the Hulu Sports, like just throwing cash at them. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. That's got to be great. But um, those guys in the top ten are probably all safe, just because they have so many points. Um, they might get pushed out a little bit, little bit, but we'll see what happens. Uh, but like hands down, right now, Kepka's been the most dominant player, and it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, he's a stud. Yeah. So, I mean, like, people and are... a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, I, he seems cool, but... Yeah. People seem to be, like, giving him shit for his lax effort or attitude, whatever it is. Like, saying, oh, he showed up 45 minutes before his tea time. Who gives a shit when he shows up for his tea time? It's his tea time. Like, he knows exactly what he has to do. If he wants to hit two putts, he wants to hit ten putts. If he wants to hit a, one drive, like, who gives yeah, a who shit? Cares? Okay, he's kicking all your asses. Maybe you guys shouldn't show up three hours before your round and waste all your good fucking swings before <laughs> you get out there. They're just pissed because he could just show and go and just be a animal. That's what I'm saying is like people yeah. are getting upset just because he's winning and like doing like, oh, he showed up 45 minutes before his tea time. Like, yeah, he probably woke up, had some breakfast, like threw in a Copenhagen and like strolled his way there. Like, why does he have to Dude, show up yeah, three he, hours before? He doesn't have media. 
Yeah, he probably got his pump in already. He did his workout. Yeah, like, his pump. Just get there. Deadlift hit a few, and it feels good. If it feels fucked up, fucked up, then you just stay there a little longer. Like, and I don't get why people. Like, it's all feel. Yeah, it's all him. Like, I mean, I show up 15 minutes before my tea time, and I suck every time. So maybe 45 <laughs> is the window that we need to move to. I don't know. Maybe that's the money zone. But like, really, if you if you're that locked in, like if you're a professional golfer how long is it taking you like the older guys maybe you got to go through like a stretching routine and get loosened up yeah, and, if you're and that's the older like, you got to start a lot earlier to get the body going i bit. guess but like look at this i mean look at this top 10 brooks rory patrick reed I mean, he's kind of fat so maybe that's tough but he's winning <laughs> he got it out for patrick reed who's <laughs> just a little oh, old so funny. uh yeah i do i gotta be nicer um uh, they're all pretty young guys like i maybe but you th- do you overthink it like you're sitting on the range and they hit one like slightly off. Maybe that's why Kepka's so good because he's not thinking of like all the possible shit that could go wrong. He's just getting up here like, hey, there's the flag. Or like, hey, I got to yeah. get over that bunker to this part. Or like, hey, just give me my driver. Tell me where to aim and I'm going. Keeping it simple. I just don't like, why is that a problem? He's killing it. He's obviously doing something right. And he's blowing off Tiger's text. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. I think that was more of a joke, but yeah. I don't know, dude. I just think like he's he's ridiculous. And then... Like he's gonna be the one that's gonna solve the this little play problem that's going on. Like everything oh, yeah. after this weekend. So if you didn't see it, there's that one video on Twitter going around that's DeChambeau taking like six and a half minutes to line up like a twelve foot putt, and he, that he ends up missing. And you can just see everybody standing around like <laughs> rolling icing on the cake. Yeah, just ro- the, the fact that he missed it. Too. If he drained it, then it's like damn, like he's good. Yeah, he's got to like, do. What he's got to do. Yeah, he still plays well. Like, I, like I, I can respect him for lining it up, but it's like at the same time that shot clock's there for a reason. Like yeah. everyone's pissed about it, and people are commenting about it. Rory said something. Kepka said something. But like, they're gonna say shit until someone fixes it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why? You know are, how it's gonna get fixed? What is Kepka is gonna throw hands with Deschambeau? Just drop his ass yeah, on the putting just green. Just drop his ass on the putting green, <laughs> or just like on the sixth hole in the BMW. Like they get paired together in round two, and he's like, "Dude, will you fucking hurry up!" He's like, hey man, <laughs> just like, let me take my time. Up, he goes, "If you take, if you go over the time, they're not gonna penalize you. I'm gonna beat your ass. You're not gonna be able to play anymore." <laughs> like, is that what are the rules there? No rules. I'm sure. I'm probably you probably can't happy Gilmore getting a Bob Barker fight on the course, but yeah. like, really throw down in the parking lot. What are you going to do? Who's like, hey, Kepka, go grab Gary Woodland, the two jacked guys, and, and <laughs> get somebody else. I don't know. I, I don't yeah. really. Like get a couple guys and be like, hey, dude, you need to clean this shit up. Because it's not just him. Like realistically, like that's one video on Twitter that everybody's. Yeah, but it, there's a decent amount of guys. But everybody knows it's, it's repeatedly him. And it's, and and it's going to keep happening. If you don't do something, it's like in basketball, what happens if the shot clock expires? That's it. The horn goes off yeah. and the ball goes the other way. Yeah. In baseball, as stupid as it is, they have that stu- that pitch clock. If you go over that pitch clock, which I don't know if you ever see it, but it probably happens more in the minor leagues. Yeah. But if you go over that pitch clock, it's a ball. Yeah. Like that's the rules. There's a, if there's a play clock that. in football. I don't know about any other sports because I really don't know shit. But like, <laughs> yeah, me either. Yeah, it just doesn't. I don't get why. Do they have that rule and there's not like there's rules there's rules officials that aren't around every hole every group there's officials walking with them it's like oh hey i got a stopwatch hey you're at 40 seconds there's your warning next one there's a stroke you're gonna be 12 over on the third hole yeah i feel like that'd be really easy to implement too uh, yeah i don't think it's tough at all so i don't see why there's such a hesitation to do something or you just start finding the shit out of them 
like maybe take may I, I don't know you either take strokes away from yeah. them or you find them i'd say just take strokes away from them yeah well because that's i mean you're gonna and take they, money and then if they do keep being an asshole then yeah you know find them but i guess i don't know i say someone gets their ass kicked or an intervention or something i don't yeah. know Some, i don't think intervention no words words aren't gonna get it done we need physical <laughs> violence uh, somebody no, we in do the not parking advocate no. violence on this Wednesday show. Wednesday in your practice round, so throw hands. We need cameras out there. Brooks, get wild. Let them know. Maybe just throw a club. I don't know. Helicopter a club over him. Like, hey, pick it up. Like, we're going to play a practice round. Every time you slow down, I'm going to helicopter my putter at you. <laughs> just pick up the pace. Because hey, just play fast. It really doesn't take that long. No. Like, line up your putt. And you have your caddy. Like, while the other guy's taking a shot, figure out exactly what you're going to do. Get up to it. Like, all oh, the wind's doing this. Like, by the time you get up to your ball, you should have already thought about something, and then the only thing is, like, little tiny adjustments, and then maybe the wind changed. Yeah, and for as much as these guys, like, how much work they put in, they should, I feel like they should have enough confidence in themselves to be like, okay, I've done this yeah. a million times. Well, he's all into, if we keep talking about DeChambeau, he's all into the science and, like, figuring out what the barometric pressure and the angles and stuff, but, like, Figure that out faster. I don't know, dude. Figure out a way yeah, to do it quicker. It. Yeah, but so, they got know. the PGA. The, the league has to do. They're the. I don't. Do you call them the league? Association. The, the association. Yeah. The, the, the association <laughs> will get official. Okay. Because the patrons yeah. are getting upset. The patrons. The patrons are fucking yeah, angry. Fucking patrons, I'm a man. patron. All right. And, and it's bothering me. But I don't like to see them shitting on each other. Each other on Twitter. Like you look at it and somebody posts the vi- like some fan posts a video about slow play on Twitter and then. One of the other it's golfers high comments drama. like, hey, man, sorry he's ruining it for you. Like, it's, it's not just him. He's just the one that's in, like, getting the attention for it right now. Yeah. But I don't know. So I'll work on my Patrick Reed hate, but I just really didn't want him to win. I would have taken anybody else. I would have been happy. <sighs> okay, so the top 70 moved on to the BMW Championship this weekend. Uh, we'll be watching that. Top 30 move on after that. So probably same situation. Whoever wins that tournament is going to move right up into the, the number two spot. Hopefully Kepka wins it. Um, hopefully we don't have any more slow play issues because I'm honestly getting tired of hearing about it. Like even after the, just this one weekend, like it's a problem. Fix it. Sorry. Problem. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, biggest names out of that top 70. Uh, Sergio Garcia. I really don't like Sergio either. He's a whiny little bitch. So it's kind of perfect. Like, really, the last two years, he's, like, had all those tirades, and, like, people are filming him now, so they see who he really is, mm-hmm. and he's, like, slamming. He's that guy you don't want to play golf with, slamming his driver and, like, cussing out his caddy. Like, it's not your fucking caddy's fault, you idiot. Like, you just shanked it. Like, he didn't tell you to shank it, and, and he's, like, <laughs> slamming putters into the greens and stuff. Like, that's not golf. Like, yeah, that's not what that's about. Like, like, hey, relax. Yeah, let's keep it a little classier, homeboy. But whatever, he's gone, so we don't have to worry about it. Uh, Bubba Watson's out, which kind of sucks because I like Bubba. He's yeah. just like a wild kind of hack it up, never hits it straight. He kind of like you. He plays a slice. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't make that comparison. But He's a uh, left-handed Mike Wachowski. It's yeah. perfect. Henrik Stanson, that would have been nice to see. And then Matt Wolf, uh, the college kid. Yeah. He was just like just just got pushed out, yeah. which sucks. But um, He's going to be really good. Yeah, he's going to be good. There's a lot of young guys that are going to come up and be good, which is good. It's it's Golf's kind of taken over, like been taken over by those young guys. And then you've like – there's Tiger and Phil's in there and then guys like Kucher like later, but like most of the guys are in their like twenties, early thirties. That's pretty young, but you can, and you can play golf to your 50, whatever. 
play golf till you're freaking. I don't. 95. But you move you move into that seniors tour, or whatever. But you can play on the PGA tour till you're in your fifties. Like as yeah. long as you're still playing that good and you can qualify, like it doesn't matter if you can you stay can healthy. Done. That's why we Who need cares? Tiger to get healthy. I keep banging on this. It's gonna make noise. I got. I get violent. Um, but like, <laughs> if ti- people easy. when Tiger first got hurt, they're like, "Oh, he's done," or and like all the shit went down. Like, he's done. Like he's not done. Like you he's can play done. golf until you're sixty. Yeah. He'd be on the PGA tour. Like he's Tiger's gonna be fine. How old is Tiger? He could miss five years. I don't know. Look it up. He could miss five years, like right now, realistically, and then still come back and be a golfer and, and win. You know what I mean? Like, and then yeah. I saw an article the other day when he pulled out like, Oh, is this the end for tiger? Like, shut well, he proved it. He won the he masters. Won the fucking masters. He won the like, masters. Get off his back. I, I just don't understand. And it's people that like, I think there's a very small group of people that really know about golf. Like, and I am not a part of that group. <laughs> you're get, you're going to get more and more, but like Joey and Hopefully. I have been playing golf since we were little kids. Like, you know, the game like people are writing like sports writers like you have that job and you don't know a lot about it like you might know about a different sport but you're writing on this like okay tiger could like he has a fucked up back like if his back doesn't hurt like he's fine or his lat or whatever oblique okay yeah he's 43 by the way he's 43 okay he's got 17 years left as far as i'm concerned like he can quit whenever he wants Uh and no one's gonna be like oh tiger's pussy like if he retired tomorrow or like i'm uh no i'm not gonna say it but if he just decided to, like, just to hang it up after, say, after this year, no one's going to be like, oh, Tiger bitched out. Be like, oh, he got the most. He won the Masters this year. He won the Masters. Like, he t- Body's breaking down a little bit. Literally everybody said he wasn't going to be able to do it, except me. I'm the only person. Remember that? I wrote that down. Yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, and the one guy that bet Bullshit. bet on it. But I don't, dude, I don't know. It's just like, if you can, and with a bad back, too, like. That's tough. My back's fucked up, but, like, some days it doesn't hurt at all. Like you or go months without it hurting. And then one thing makes it hurt. Yeah. So like, I don't know what, what walking 18 holes of golf four days in a row every weekend. Ain't does, good on your back. It's not good on your back, but he's also rocking his own shoes that are like custom made to him. He's not carrying his bag. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not tiger's injury thing, but the guy's the man he's going to come back. So don't hate on him. Hopefully it's this week. What if he, if he goes off and wins this weekend, who knows? Which he very I well just, could. Or really, honestly, he doesn't need to go out and be aggressive. Like, he just needs to go out. I don't know what this course is like, but he, he doesn't need to go out and be aggressive and shoot, like, a ridiculous amount under par and, like, place in the top 10 because he's already in there. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, shit. He, if he... Well, top 30, that's not very many. And he's at, like, 40 right now, so he has to play pretty good. But either way, I don't know. It's going to be fun. So right after... It'll top, be interesting. Yeah, top 70 this weekend, BMW Championship. Top 30 move on uh, to the Tour Championship, August 22nd through 25th. Um, we're going to be getting out on the golf course today. Um, that's something we're going to definitely talk about golf a lot just because it's something that we, as a as a group, do a lot. Um, so we're going to try and get some content out there as far as film and like getting guests out there and stuff. Uh, moving on from golf to the UFC. Uh, haven't been as, this excited about a UFC fight. Like for a while, <laughs> yeah, maybe not. I don't know. There's there's been no, some big yeah. ones, but uh, Saturday UFC 241 DC versus Stipe, and then I'm more excited. I mean, obviously I'm pumped for that fight, but Nate Diaz making his comeback since or first Pettis his first fight since um, McGregor in August of 2016, um, which is a long time. But I'm gonna root for Nate Diaz like till the day that I die. He's yeah. Stockton boy, like Stockton. him and his brother, dude. They're so tough. Like when we were watching that fight the other day. 
Like McGregor was just kicking the shit out of him the whole time. He's like bleeding all over the place, just wiping the blood off and just taking it. Like they're they're just tough, dude. They grew up tough as now. It's just no punch seems to do anything to mm-hmm. them. So um, I'm excited to see him back. It's in Anaheim, I think. So uh, we're not going. But uh, when it comes to the UFC, we are learning. You we'll we'll say that um, we probably started watching it like a year and a half, two years ago when we started uh, listening to Rogan because he talks about it so much. Um, started watching it behind the pay-per-views uh which will we will be watching at the studio on saturday if anybody wants to to come watch it hit me up at the studio um but we don't know a whole lot uh just kind of what we listen to and then the comment commentary and i mean i watched a little bit of fight stuff on the like outside just trying to learn great stuff on instagram dude there's so much stuff out there that you can yeah there's a lot of just pick up quick um but we're learning and, and we're having fun doing it it's like what's better than watching two grown men beat the shit out of each other nothing that's yeah. just been around forever yeah and now it's just on, now it's on tv and we have to pay for it um but we were lucky enough we i say we um i was lucky enough to go to the ufc 240 the john jones fight um so i've been asking get knocked out in two seconds and then the john jones fight which was bullshit but um i want to see that rematch when that dude's knee gets Absolutely. healed up i've been to one i've been to one ufc fight and that was Brock Lesnar versus Alistair Overeem. Oh, <laughs> and Brock Lesnar. We're going to get him he, back. I think he lost and then immediately after retired. Retired and yeah. just started saucing up again. Yeah, just saucing up again. Got mixed up in the well, WWE they were talking, and stuff and all that. But They were talking in, before they made this. It was a good fight. This DC Stipe fight of DC Brock Lesnar getting him back in. But like, there's no way Lesnar can get off steroids because he's just going to deflate. <laughs> that guy is massive. Yeah. So, but we got DC and Stipe, which I'm a huge Stipe fan. I think he's like he's a firefighter, like he's just a badass dude. How are you not going to cheer for him? But I also like DC. Like I think he's um, just from what I've watched and like learned, he's the like pound for pound the best. And like what other people seem to say, like I mean, John Jones is kind of like he had some maybe not pound for, maybe him. not pound for pound the best. I don't know if that's the right term, but like for heavyweights for. Guys that are out of shape looking, like which always blows my mind. Heavyweight like, movie, by the way, Ben Stiller, check it out. Yeah. He's not like ripped or anything, but he's winning fights. And that last fight against Stipe just knocked him out with that elbow. They were yeah. like in the clinch, and he just knocked him out real quick. So I think it'll be a good fight. I'm. I don't want Stipe to lose again, just because it seemed like he lost last time, and then we didn't hear from him until now because he just wanted this rematch. But like, I'm scared if he if he loses, like he's just gone. But maybe he's gonna retire either way. Like uh, maybe the winner of this fight just retires. Like D- I know DC Possible. wants. I know DC wants to retire. Like I'm sure Stipe's doing just fine. Like he has his firefighter job and his retirement from that, and then he, I'm sure yeah. he's made a shit ton in the UFC. So I don't know, but um, that's the main event. The DC Stipe Nate Diaz right after. Um, I'm gonna do what I can to try and get Diaz to do something. Like when we go back for the Great Festival, if he's around. Like just try and get him to come on or something. Yeah, you know, like it would be worth a try. But um, the fun. other the other uh, fights on that card: Yoel Romero versus Paulo Costa. Um, those two are like supermodels. It's ridiculous. I, to, I we should have put a picture up, but it's like I don't know. They're the two most shredded dudes in the world. They look yeah. like they're like were made. They're CGI. They're just chiseled. It's gonna from, be like a projection right. fight. What's that called? A holograms. Like they they don't look like humans. It's gonna be ridiculous. Um, so we'll get. A little more into those fights, uh, probably on Friday. Mike's going to be out of town. I think it's just going to be just me, but we'll get in a little little more into those fights, and we're going to talk a little more about the UFC tomorrow with Kyle. 
Um, he does more of strength and conditioning stuff with them, not so much fighting. I know he's getting into a little bit more into the fighting stuff. I think he mentioned that he is taking a jujitsu class and yeah. he's starting to do what the fighters do. Yeah, just so he has a little more. It, yeah, he's, when he was that. over here for my birthday, he was talking about that. But yeah. um, Happy birthday, by the way. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even though ago. it was like a month ago. Yeah, thanks. Where's my present? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Still but, looking for one. Okay, so moving on. So we'll talk plenty of the UFC tomorrow with Kyle. I mean, I don't know how much exactly like technical fighting stuff, but we when I went on that that tour with him, it was ridiculous. Like that place is just incredible. Oh, I bet. So and it's going to keep getting yeah. Better. And he's had yeah, we'll, we'll have plenty to talk to him about. But uh, moving on to the NFL, what's coming? Uh, obviously, we we talked about Mike and I are going to be Raiders fans, and we're going to like progressively become more and more fans because we don't have a choice. Gonna, I'm just going to jump straight. I'm, in. I mean, I'm going to jump straight into it too. But like, we got to learn. And having hard knocks is the, is a great thing. But like deep yeah. down, I'm a Giants fan. I'm a New York Giants fan. I'm not. I'm not afraid to say it. Yeah. And Eli Manning's my and, guy. And Daniel get off Jones his fucking back, Mike. No, he's not my guy. Oh my god! Until Eli retires, he's my guy. I'm tired of hearing like, "Oh, he's this. He sucks. He's old. He's washed up. He doesn't have a fucking offensive line. He has no receivers. What do you want him to do? He has Saquon Barkley, who who's ridiculously good. Like, all you can do is hand the ball off to him and throw him little bubble screens out to the side or little unders." when the freaking coverage breaks down or whatever, and your lines shit on their ass, like <laughs> get off his back. I mean, this Daniel Jones guy might be legit. Like I, from every, I mean, he only had the best first drive of all time. Oh yeah. In a preseason game against the fucking six string defense. Like yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not one to, I, I'm not going to shit on him. He, he got me two Super Bowls like yeah. that were kind of lucky. Like let's he be honest, some of the plays like, yeah, but he last year had a statistically had his best year yet. Hey, he's got a dopey face. He does stupid shit. He makes some dumbass passes, but like he doesn't. That's another one of those organizations. Like they haven't put guys around him. Like they had Victor Cruz, they had Odell Beckham, they had Sterling Shepard. They still have Shepard, but I think he's hurt. Hey, all the OBJ's gone. Victor Cruz was good for like five years and he disappeared. I'm all over the place with receivers over like the past ten years, but like they've had a couple guys. They've never been able to put it together. Like have a receiving core and an offensive line that's going to keep Eli safe and give him time to throw the ball. And like, maybe he can't throw the ball downfield anymore, but he has to get rid of it in two seconds anyway, mm-hmm. because the line sucks ass. So uh, get off his back. I'll, I'll ride the Daniel Jones train <laughs> when it gets to there. But I don't think you like, regardless of what happens to the giants this year, unless Eli is just absolutely brutal, which I don't see that happening. He's going to have to be like, really really bad for me to say get him out of there but like you know what happens when you put a rookie qb in especially somebody like the daniel jones it's not like pat mahomes where he's like a dynamic playmaker where he's dodging tackles and like running down the field yeah it's more of like a pocket passer who's big and like maybe he's the next tom brady that's great but tom brady sat on the bench for a little bit so behind uh what was the quarterback's name drew bledsoe Right? That was his name? I don't know. I think so. You don't know shit. I um, don't know shit. Yeah, that's... Uh, so we're going to spend most of our time talking about... <laughs> hopefully there's stuff to talk about with the Giants, but it might just be more of like Red Sox sadness. Same with the Giants. Um, just another highlight, just that the in the preseason so far... I mean, I try not to like pay attention to too much of it, but the the story about the guy sneaking into the Browns tryout or like weaseling his way into it, it's pretty damn cool. Which <laughs> that's is like, hysterical. Hey, you're like, who the fuck's this guy like standing next to him? It's like... The guy just runs it and everyone's runs the 40 and everyone's like, holy shit, who's that guy? You're like, oh, I don't know. That yeah, guy's just Willie Mays Hayes just no, fucking but out like, of nowhere. Like, wait, he said that you knew him. 
he said that you told him to come. You're like, no, I don't know that guy. Don't know that like, guy. he just you lied his way in. Damon Sheehy Giuseppe. Like, I mean, that's the way to do He did the research. Like, he figured out who was if working. He did, and he just said, like, oh, I went in my man that. Mike McCovey said to come. <laughs> like, and he's like, oh, if Mike said you're here, then it must be legit. Like, he deserves a shot if he fucking cares that much. Yeah, and then he gets, gets the return upon 86 yards for a touchdown in a preseason game. Yeah. That's the shit. Pretty good. The, the shitty thing, though, is like, Anybody that watches Hard Knocks or like falls preseason football, most of the time when you have like this story like this, he's not going to make it. <laughs> like the Browns are loaded. Oh, my favorite story from Hard Knocks was Ollie. Oh, that was that great. For- <laughs> it's like six seconds. Six oh, seconds. Dumbass. Just like, see you later. Yep. See you later. Get the fuck out. But like, he's that guy's going to have to take the place of somebody else. So it's like you have, they have three legit receivers. Like, already there. Yeah. So, like, how many receivers are you carrying? You're going to carry this extra guy that's just going to be a punt returner? I don't know, dude. I'm not an NFL front office guy, but pretty cool story. Hopefully, he makes it. But, like, if you're watching Hard Knocks, he's the guy that gets cut. <laughs> they set you up. They're like, you got to love this guy. And then they cut him. <laughs> um, yeah. So, a little more into the Raiders, okay? Uh, we don't... Growing up in, in Northern California, didn't really cheer for them. But now, since they're moving right down the street, the stadium's, like, 10 minutes from the studio. Uh we're going to become fans. We're going to watch them this year. And, and the best thing that, that happened is them getting hard knocks. So we're watching that Tuesday nights, yeah. um, locked in on that. And, and we've watched it the last couple of years. Um, was the Bucks last year? No, it was the Browns. Bucks or Browns, Not whatever, sure. whoever it was. I think it was the Browns. Um, oh, it was the Browns. It was, yeah. yeah. Um, we, we watched it and, and stayed locked in. And the last couple of seasons were great. And I thought the episode last Tuesday sucked. Oh, so boring. Yeah, I didn't think they got off to a hot start. I, I thought it was like cheesy and just like slow. I, all the Gruden shit was great. Oh, I love it. The Dude, thing about oh nightmares. He's he, the first take opening speech. Dreams. Normally they have like the beginning is just like a sick highlight video of like slow motion catches like with a sick rap song on. Yeah. I was waiting for like, I wonder what the opening song is going to yeah. be. And then you got John Gruden saying, I'm not in the business of dreams. I'm in the business of fucking nightmares. <laughs> Staring around here like, okay. Like, yeah. like, oh shit. Sir, yes, sir. Okay. Like, got real. I want to steal people's dreams. Like, okay, Coach John, sir. And then you go from that to AB in a hot air balloon going. Yeah. Okay, okay, so that's where it gets more bullshit. It's like the, all the Antonio Brown stuff because half that episode, which rightfully so, I mean, like he's the biggest receiver in the game. Like you, you're going to give him attention, but yeah. now he's not going to be in any more episodes because he's not fucking there. Right. He's, and he's got, he's, he'll probably miss out on a couple episodes because he's that's not going to get figured out. No, so. he's not going to figure it out. And it's like the issue now is, well, who knows? Because the whole first episode, we'll see what they say tomorrow about it, but the whole first episode, all they did was talk about his feet. And like how screwed up his feet were, which you've seen his feet, which right? they were That's disgusting. Pretty... But that was also like a month ago when that tweet came out. So who knows what they are now? He was like running routes and doing yeah, stuff he, on the. He looked fine, honestly, on the show. So yeah. I, who knows what's gonna happen? But like to not to say you're not gonna play because of the fucking helmet. Like, yeah, are you little, serious? Like, really? Mostly, that's yeah. one of those things. Like, all your teammates are gonna be like, dude, like, really, really? Just like, strap, you're gonna put all us strap some shit on. Let's go. Yeah, because like, because it, it it was like Tom Brady had the same helmet. Um Aaron Rodgers, same helmet. And I guess when they came in, I read the article, when he came in, he was pissed. He's like, Rodgers isn't getting treated like this. Brady's not getting treated like this. They're not making them change the helmets. Mm-hmm. Like Tom Brady, I had a thing, like I woke up to a thing on my phone today that said, uh, like Tom Brady, uh, it's not ideal, but we're working with it, like about wearing the new helmet. Like yeah. you just got to do it. And like you, the thing is like, when some Joey asked me the other day, like what I thought about, him, I'm like, yeah, sure. Let his dumb ass go out there and like bang his head around and get concussions and stuff. Like leave it up to him. But at the same time, like the NFL is trying to set 
a precedent and like get at the, maybe they're not they haven't been but like maybe it kind of seems like they're trying to get at, ahead of concussions and like do what they can to prevent head injuries and stuff so as they should as they which they should have done they should have been doing time. forever yeah. but now it's like he's not doing it like if they don't change it so what are you gonna do but like he he has to change like they little kids gonna be like oh i'm not gonna wear the helmet i'm gonna wear the old helmet like but it also tells the thing if he gets away with this and they let him wear that helmet then it's like oh then we can we can't wear these shoes now we can wear these shoes do whatever we want you know what I mean? Like, and it, then it just says that somebody can just hold out and do whatever they want, which holding out is like, that's not something that's new. So, no, uh, not at all. Uh, it's normally I say for money, get it's with not it for or the, get lost. the damn, damn helmet. Yeah. But like Gruden said, like, why don't we get the guys out of here? They don't want to be here. Like if he's not going to listen to the trainer, who the fuck's he going to listen to? That was the first episode. That was the like, first episode. But like this guy won't even wear the goddamn helmet that the equipment people are giving into him. Yeah, But, but because but he's the best receiver to, yeah. in the world. Yeah, I guess. I don't know, dude obviously i understand why you got to keep him but they're paying him so much money but is there <laughs> there's a few reasons like you can't him. be that stubborn to where it's like putting on a new helmet which i i played football you i don't think you did did you no those helmets are the most uncomfortable things in the world like i'm sure the ones now are like nice like they have some gel in there some padding like these things yeah. were just like hard styrofoam padding like not comfortable helmets yeah. at all like your head was getting like roughed up regardless there was no cushion there was no anything so, um, I don't know, dude, if he, they can't let him wear it. Cause then it just, like I said, it sets that. No, it's that the, they just so. gave into. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. But Tuesday, that's tomorrow. We're going to watch that episode tomorrow night, probably after Kyle's here. So, oh, yeah. uh, that's going to be it for our first episode. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And really guys, the only way that this is going to get spread out is if, um, you retweet it, repost it, trying to send it out, trying to help us get it out there so that people can hear it. And um, we're just starting out. It's our first one. We don't really know exactly what we're doing, but we're going we're gonna to work with it and try and get better every time. And uh, we're going to have a blast with it. If there's anything you want to hear us talk about it, let me know. Um, follow us on Instagram, vegas.golden.mics, Instagram, Vegas Mics, YouTube, Vegas Golden Mics. Um, all right. Thanks. Smell you later. Yeah.